This is Comic Picks by the Glick. Hey, I'm your host, Jason Glick. What's up, Jason Glick? Hey, John, I'm good. How are you doing? Uh, not too bad. Um, everything's fine here. We're all fine here now. How are you? <laughs> oh, it's like I, I've got like, you know, like all sorts of like, you know, like work to do outside of all this. You know, it's like besides like, you know, just recording these podcasts and like writing up reviews and all, but like, you know, that's neither here nor there. So, so I mean, what do you got for us or what, what, what did I tell you I've, we've got for us? Well, I don't know what exactly. I think you said something about the ancient Magus's bride. Yes. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here, so here we go. It's like, so normally it's like, I will like do a, do like a, a podcast, you know, talking about like the end of like a specific series, you know, talk, trying to put it on retrospect, but the ancient Magus's bride is different in the sense that this is a series I've been following ever since it came out, um, by, um, released by seven seas and we're get, and, um, nine volumes have been released in English so far. And you know, it's a pretty fantastic series. It's like so great that, you know, it's like, it's all even given a, uh, anime adaptation by studio wit. And if you're not familiar with these guys, then maybe you're familiar with some of the other stuff they've done, which is, um, attack on Titan. So there you go. Oh, and also, um, it's like, um, Cabinary of the iron fortress, which is fun. And, um, like I enjoyed it, but it's also, um, you know, it's like it hues really, really closely to the, uh, you know, zombie, zombie, um, like conventional playbook. So there you go. But it's like, this is a, uh, it's been a really like entertaining series that I've, that I've been following since the, since it's been released in, in English. It's like, and, um, it's like, but the reason I'm doing it now is because it, um, with volume nine has reached the end of its first, um, you know, major arc. In fact, at the end of volume nine, it basically says, um, it says the ancient Magus's bride enters a new chapter. The college arc begins. So I figured why I want to talk about like, you know, how much I've enjoyed this series right now. And as well as it's like, you know, like issues as well, because if I don't, then like, it may be like, maybe another, like, the rate it's coming out, it may be another like five or six years um, before we um, like before I talk about, talk about it again. And that's even if that's you know we're talking about at the end of its next arc because you know it's like this isn't a uh, like a, a jump title where it's like you know a new um, volume comes out every four months and all. So this is like a series where I you know maybe we'll get we'll at least get one volume a year, maybe two if we're lucky. So there you go, but. Is the Ancient Magus's Bride? The Ancient Magus's Bride is essentially a series that you know takes a uh, look at the um, Beauty and the Beast scenario. It's like and kind of like and also interrogates its more um, Stockholmy syndrome um, characteristics because because as like, in the first volume we're introduced to um, like um, Chise Hattori. It's like a uh, Japanese girl who um, has had a very rough life. Like to the point where she has, like, she's reached the end of her rope, and in the sense that she, like, you know, her family has abandoned her. She sees weird, um, crazy, like, you know, spirits, like, whenever it's like, and it's like, and you know, she's, it's like, it's like, she convinced by this um auction house owner to like, hey, you know, it's like, if you don't want to live, then maybe consider just, you know, living for someone else and putting yourself up for auction to find someone who wants you. 
And that person who wants her turns out to be um, one Elias Ainsworth. And, you know, before you hear, hear that name, you think, like, hey, this sounds like a um, proper English gentleman. Well, the fact that he's, like, you know, lives in England is the only proper thing about him. Ainsworth is a uh, is essentially a a, 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 a a magical creature. It's like who... It's like... Who has the ability to um like who to um understands you know like why humans act the way they do, but um has no understanding um as to the um, nuts and bolts as to why they um they do this. In fact, it's like um Ainsworth um like is most distinctive as a uh, character design in the sense that he is a uh, like he is a like almost like a um cow skull um like. A, who has a cow skull for for a face? It's like with a um, vaguely human body. It's like you know, with some um, clothes under, like underneath. But he's also um, but as we um see in lit in later volumes, like he's also like has his own like you know like like um, it's like rings of thor rings of thorns. It's like and um like beastly body as well. It's like but it's like as far as his his generic um like form, he's got that um like it's like. That um that uh, that cow skull that um that like you know lets you know that you know okay he that he's this is like his the form he's chosen to interact with um regular people on a it's like on a on a day to day basis and he is the one who buys Chise from the auction house because Chise is also um, what's called a sleigh beggy it's like someone who can um, absorb and generate magic in it's like in like in prodigious quantities like but it's also kind of a curse because she's it's also like meant that she's going to to die because of like these this die early it's like as a result of these abilities as well now um elias has um has has um bought her not just because of these abilities but also because he also wants he wants to learn about you know how to learn from her about you know how why do humans like act act as they do it's like that old, you know, like um, android science fiction quandary filtered through, filtered through a, um, it's like a fantasy, it's like a fantasy prism, and um, the and it's a very um, compelling fantasy prism as well. From the, I mean, like from the bit where um, where Chis in the opening chapter where Chise is um, almost seduced by the um, by the members of the fair of the Fae to um, like um, abandon abandon Elias. It's like and I go take like, and go join the fairy fairy clan and then when it's like when she decides that no it's like you know, it's like he is the only person it's like you know since I discovered my abilities who's wanted me for who I am I'm going to stay with him it's like and um it's like he and Elias says yeah okay it's like I'm glad you feel this way because like I also want you to be my bride as well it's like what it's like yeah it's like that's that's I want that's kind of creepy but. At the same time, though, it's like the series, like you know, does do a good job of interrogating that as it goes on. From like from the uh, from the, from the gemsmith who um, like who um, like who friends Chise and is a um, old acquaintance of Elias. It's like as it's like like as she tells him, like you know, as she tells Chise, hey, you know, like if this guy does anything like like really creepy towards you, just let me know and I'll sort him out. It's like or the uh, it's like or the uh, priest. 
like, you know, the, uh, you know, regular Christian priest, so who just, who checks in on Elias from time to time, because, you know, hey, it's like, you know, we've got this, like, really strange, um, like, being here, it's like, we need to, like, have him, like, you know, play by the rules, just to make sure things don't get too crazy, it's like, in our, it's like, it's like, in our area, it's like, or, the, or, like, the, uh, or the other alchemists, such as Renfried and Alice, who are also being um, manipulated by a uh, by another being, um, Cartophilus, who is also known as Joseph. It's like who turns out to be like one of the big bat, the big bad around here. It's like, and you know, it's like there's like the uh, the series does like a really good job of, of world building, just like letting you know, it's like you know, like there are there are rules, like you know, for for all the magic here. It's like, and also just you know how how all these characters like have to abide by them as well. It's like even someone like like Elias, who was uh, initially presented as a uh, like as a um as a powerful and knowledgeable creature, like he's got his own. He has to abide by all all these things as well, and he's also revealed to be kind of selfish as well. In fact, um, in rereading like all nine volumes um so far, the most interesting thing about the series is how um it subverts you know, Elias's role as kind of like the, um, like, uh, acknowledgeable know-it-all, like, in, like, it's like in this, in the series, because it's like, well, it's all, because while, um, Chise, like, you know, has, like, is consistently shown to be, have a, um, willfulness about, you know, how she manages, it's like her, um, her autonomy, it's like, it's like how she will, like, you know, just like dive right into a uh, helping you know, someone, regardless of the consequences to herself, and the, uh, and there are consequences, like, you know, because, you know, it's like, her sentence is a slave beggy, it's like, she, um, like, she's got lots of, like, she's, like, almost, she's, like, like, a step away from death's door in a lot of cases, like, throughout these, throughout these volumes as well. In fact, it's not until the, um, final volume that we find, that we find, that, 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 kind of thing is addressed in an in a rather interesting way i will say it's like but um but with um with elias it's like you kind of expect him to be the uh it's like you know the guy who knows everything and just you know it's like hey it's like you know it's like when he says like you know i forbid this it's like he's just acting like because like he knows what's going on and like he's just like saying no i i know what this is and like you it's like because I know this. It's like you are forbidden from acting this way. Well, no. In fact, it's like it's rather interesting to see that you know it's like be, the reason Elias doesn't want um, to say acting in specific ways is because he not only because he's attached to her, but also because he's really kind of um, emotionally naive in a lot of ways. It's like because like he realizes that hey. You know, because she sleep befriends this um this everyday girl, it's like it's like who's like living it's like living next to us. Like I'm kinda jealous of that. It's like you know, what is what is this thing that I'm feeling? And you know, hey, because I'm feeling this way to her, I might might consider her to be um, you know, like a willing sacrifice in order to um uh, like address um like the issues facing facing Chise. Now I've I've written my most recent review of this the series. Like I mentioned that the series is kind of kind of like fallen into a bit of a rut about you know hey Chise does something out 
say, you know, say outrageous, and then you know, Elias just you know what reacts to that. Rereading them has given me an interesting perspective on that, in the sense that um, it's like you know, it's like that Elias's like Elias's actions, like as they were characterized in Volume Nine, like really do come off as childish, and it's like and, and immature. It's like just yeah, just the sense that you know, like, you know, it's like I mean, when I was reading Volume Eight, I was like, like thinking that that um, Elias was like, dude, like you know, don't. Like okay, I can understand if you want to sacrifice, you know, someone else, someone to um like ease the burden on Chise. It's like you could do that, but don't um do it for um don't don't use on um, the person that Chise is attached to as your sacrifice. But looking at this, I think I it, re- it really does drive home the fact that you know like that Elias was really acting out of jealousy at that moment. It's like and. Like and it does, like, you know, make a certain sense. I mean, like, yeah, it was bad, uh, but um, it's like, but like, understandable from a certain awful perspective. There, there you go. In fact, that's that's um, like I said, it's this is one of the things that I like rereading. One of the reasons I want to go and reread all like the volumes of a series up up to a certain point before doing these things because it does add a cer- certain perspective to. It's like um, to these podcasts that it's like that I do. In fact, um, volume nine is it's like is really interesting because not only do we get um, like Chise's history, it's like as far as like you know because it, it's been it had been hinted like repeatedly like over the course of the um, previous it's like eight volumes that um, her mother had tried to kill her because of her abilities, but then. Um, when um, we finally um, get the uh, actual um, dirty details of it, um, like it's actually like you know, kind of like kind of surprising, and um, it's like it's like and paints the mother in a uh, more sympathetic light. It's like so it's so it's really so it's really interesting, and it also um, like paves the way to um, sorting out um, what um, the big bad of the series, Cartophilus, or or Joseph, because like it, they're like these guys. Well, they're not really. On one hand, they're two different people, but they're also like one person because Cartophilus is is established as the uh, wandering Jew, the person who um, it's like who decried who um, who mocked um, Jesus when he was um, it's like on the road to his crucifixion. It's like, and um, he was and he was forced to uh like you know like uh like live forever with a constantly rotting body as a result it's like in fact like the series is interesting because because like i mean like while while um chise it's like is kind of like the um point of view character for you know japanese audiences the series really um it's like reflects a um judeo-christian it's like um look at so look at magic and religion religion as well it's like you get the feeling that um its creator um Corey yamazaki like is like you know like like more like in tune with this kind of like 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 um perspective on it's like on magic and religion it's like and that um in order to make it work for um japanese audiences she needed that um japanese character in order to to provide the um like the, the specific point point of view but um but carnophilus it's like and yosef 
So like he is, uh, like he's an interesting, he's a character, especially as the, as, as we find out in this, um, final volume, sorry, in volume nine, it's like about, um, what, um, Joseph did in order to allow, um, he and Cartophilus to survive. In fact, um, Cartophilus, um, Joseph's sin is more, one is interesting. That's one more born of pride, um, than a, than anything else. And as things go on, in fact, um, the biggest complaint I can put against volume nine is that like that there's so much thrown in, it's like in the uh, final chapter, which is a, uh, like exercised one. Like to the point where I, it's like where um, Yamazaki has to, uh, like, you know, like allow the, not only allow for the um, reconciliation between, um, Chise and Ruth, um, her, um, like her dog familiar, it's like, and, and Elias, who is, um, who also been put out because of his, who she's also, um, shunned because of her actions, because of his actions in the previous volume. It's like, and also like the, uh, it's like the actions of the um, remember the witch's coven who tried to help her out. It's like, and also that you know tried to uh, sort out my um, like Cartophil and Joseph's like issues. Like, there's a lot of stuff going on at the very end, and so so it's like it's kind of like okay. It's like yeah, there's. It's like in the end, it kind of works because of the goodwill the series has established up to this point. I mean. If you weren't on board with the series, then I can't imagine you have gotten gotten this far. It's like, but um, it's like, but because like I've been like thoroughly invested, it's like in the series in the series, and I think that um, like uh, manga Kori Yamazaki has done good work with the characters. It's like I'm willing to um, it's like to indulge her. It's like with the like with all this like you know crazy stuff that happens. It's like and all like the only necessary plot machinations. It's like in the uh, it's like in the final chapter, and yeah, it's like I am kind of looking forward to the to how things um, turn out in the next arc because this is apparently like you know Chise going to attending the uh, the Mages College. It's like and like like she's finally um like you know spreading her own wings. It's like like Elias you know realizes that you know like I need to need to let her go and like you know do this for herself and i'm and i want to see like you know how this how like how this turns out i mean like no the series is isn't perfect i mean like it does like for certain certain plot points like as things go on but it does create you know it's like a lot it does like a fantastic job with world world building it's like and it's like, and also like, you know, it creates like lots of interesting and sympathetic character characters as well. So yeah, I, and, and also it's like, it does, um, it's like, even though it's like, there is a certain amount of closure gained in this, um, ninth volume, it's like, it does feel like a, uh, okay, we're we reached the end of one story and now we're going to the next one. There are, um, lots of little, um, plot points that like, I want to know, well, what happened, what happened to these characters? Like, you know, what, it's like, you know, it's like, where did Elias actually come from? Cause like, while his origin is mentioned in, like in the series, it's like, it's like he's mentioned like, Hey, you know, it's like, uh, it's like, as he's not quite a creature of the Fae, not quite a creature of pure magic. It's like, and he also mentioned that, you know, I think I maybe used to eat human people. 
but it's like you know, it's like where did he actually come from? So like you know, want to know? You want to? I want to know more about where he comes from. It also you know, it's like when we find out about um, Chise's or like um, family history, we learn that you now her her father left with her son for parts unknown, and like well, what happened to them? It's like so there's so. I, so I mean, yeah. It's like I want to see how um, Chise spreads her wings at this major's cause, but I want to know what, where's your dad, and where's your brother, and also just you know what is Lias's origin as well. So it's it's really so. I don't know if like uh, if um, Yamazaki really planned this as well, but it's really you know like really great textbook um, like comics writing in the sense that you yes you've got you've reached the end of a of a story but there's still plenty of things to keep you reading as reading along as well and that's that that's what makes that's what makes this like you know great stuff so i mean like like 2018 has been like a really um, entertaining like year for as far as like um like stuff that i want to put on a uh, like a best of 20, 20 best of the year list it's like it's yeah i realize it's coming down to the to the wire here but um like there's but like, um, but unlike last year, like there, there's going to make a real um, like rush as far as like you know, what's going to be like best, like you know, b- best of. And so you know, the ancient Magus is bright. Now I already um mentioned this is the series as far as a uh, like best of year. I think it was in was it 2017 or was it 2016? I don't know. But really, it's like you know, even for like its its flaws, you know, as far as like you're trying to do too much. With um, what's given, it's like, it's like this has been um, a really fantastic series, and um, I'm thoroughly looking forward to seeing what, it's like what um, Corey Yamazaki does, like with um, the college arc after this. So there you go, um, John. So uh, I know I've been talking for a while, but uh, any thoughts on your end about all this? Hmm. So uh, where did you get your copy from? Oh, I get I get my copy from like the retailer that, that that offers like lots of great discounts on all stuff. That'd be the right stuff. I mean, like Amazon also offers you know discount good discounts on stuff eventually, but right stuff will offer like you know twenty five percent off normally more if you're a member of um their Got Anime Club. All right, cool. Hey, so what you gonna talk about next time? Well, actually, I think you were probably gonna help me out with that. Weren't you, John? Oh, I am. Oh, yeah. Please refresh my memory. Well, well, I mean, like we, like I mean, we've been talking about want to do like not only a uh, Conan um, podcast, like you know, best what what Dark Horse has done, like with with the character, but also, I mean, you told me you picked up uh, Batman White Knight, cool. like as well. So I guess we should just leave it a mystery as to which one of those we're going to cover next time. Or maybe both, right? Or maybe both. You never know. All right. Well, hey, that sounds like a pretty exciting time. So um, I'll catch you next time on Comic Picks by the Click. All right. Laters, everyone. Bye.